Hi, I'm Maisie Williams, and you're listening to First Time Thrones. to the FT Podcast. David here talking about episode 9, The Green Council, getting this one out before the team reunites to discuss the finale. I've made no secret on our House of the Dragon reviews um, that I am a fan of the, the High Towers. I think that um, the performance um, that Olivia Cook has given as Alison Hightower has been, for me, the most captivating in the series and I love the focus on this family here. The plotting, the scheming, Alison and um, Otto almost vying for power and control. They know that both of them are going to appoint Prince Aegon um, as the king um, and we get this small council meeting right at the start that is amazing because we, we find out that Otto has been plotting behind Alison's back um, to crown Aegon king. Um, in the first place and never told her um, and we see this Kristen Cole continuing his uh, descent into the biggest dick in Westeros by killing uh, Lord Beesbury um, who I believe was the treasurer um, master of coin on the small council for years under under Viserys so this was really good classic Game of Thrones sort of stuff a lot of uh, scrutinising a lot of strategy going on here and that's really sort of what I loved about this episode overall because after this point it becomes a race uh, because um, Alison is like saying to Kristen Cole and she says to Eamon go and find Aegon, go and find where he is, like I don't care if you need to search high and low, go for it. Um, but Otto has the Cargo Brothers um, who are Kingsguard who are loyal to him. To see, he's saying go and you find him and you bring the prince to me and me alone. Um, but we get so many great conversations throughout this episode as well. It's clear that Eric and Arik, um, the Cargo brothers, are sort of disputing whether it's worth bringing back the king, uh, bringing back Egon, if not alive. Both of them know they wouldn't be a good king. And it's discussed by Eamon as well. He's saying to Kristen Cole that he would make a much better king than Egon. It's something that Kristen Cole doesn't dispute. But Kristen is loyal to the queen. He's loyal to Alison, so he's not going to you know, go against her. Um, it's it's fat. The best, though, the best conversation, I think, that happens in this episode is the one between Renice and Alison. Because I think me and Jack said it last week. Alison is not a bad character. She is not another Cersei. Like, she is actually good at heart, fundamentally, I think. And... I think this conversation went away to proving that. She says to Renice, we both know that you would have been a better queen than Viserys ever was a king. Like, he would have been content to be um, a feudal sort of lord somewhere, like, off in a nice wee countryside villa, whereas you would have been better suited to ruling. Um, and she basically tries to convince Renice to, to back Aegon's claim. And Renice is like, you basically says to her, like, you know, a lot clever, cleverer than I thought you were. Um, and Alison sort of hits back with, well, what have they ever given you? What is your allegiance to the blacks ever given you? And she's, um, Renice is sort of not taken aback by it, but you can tell she's sort of thinking by the end of the conversation. Um, 
in the end, Otto manages um, to have a talk um, with the white worm. It's Nasaria who has um, found out um, the, the location of Aegon and she wants some guarantees um, before she'll give up the location to Otto, um, which she eventually does. Um, but it's interesting that she's sort of been positioned as the sort of Queen of Flea Bottom, as it were. She seems to have control of that area, seems to know everything that's happening in that part of Westeros. So I think it'll be interesting to see her her, um, her palace or villa seems to get burned down at the end of this episode. It'll be interesting to see if she has survived or not. I, I, I think that she will. I think she's been set up the last couple of episodes as too important a character um, to simply have snuffed it. So we'll see here. But after this... Um, Kristen Cole and Eamon managed to sort of take Aegon and return him to Alicent who now has control over the boy and indeed she tells her father that like we're doing this my way now and she's taking control and it will be interesting to see whether Otto is genuinely okay with this sort of change in roles or if he will have to do something to then take back control from his daughter but we get one of the weirdest scenes in the series where it's revealed Lannis Strong has a foot fetish um and I think it's just, it creates a weird power dynamic for me between him and Alicent, whereas before it looked like he was loyal to the Queen and was trying to prove himself to the Queen and try to prove his loyalty. But now she's having to give something to him um, in order to get um, information um, and ultimately um, get him to, you know, burn Miss Arya's um, um, house down. So... I don't know. I'm not sure on that one. I think it's a very interesting one. We need to see how that one plays out, how that relationship plays out. I've made no mistake. I enjoyed Lord Strong, uh, Laris's dad. Um, so I'm <laughs> angry that that's the only representative of the Strong clan that is left. But we'll just need to see how it goes. But basically after this, uh, Otto gets all of the lords together and basically says, look, Pledge fealty to us. If you don't, let us know. And they're all like, some of them are like, yeah, we don't. And I said, okay, to the dungeons or hanged. And this is basically the way that Otto is going to rule now with an iron fist. I think Otto is an interesting character because he truly believes what he's doing is right for the realm. I do believe that. Um, I think part of it is personal ambition, but part of it is he's firmly believed from the start that Renera will not unite the realm. And it has to be a male king. And I think... It's a sexist attitude that's prevailing throughout Westeros at the time, but it's spearheaded by Otto Hightower, um, who's done nothing but try to undermine Renera's um, succession uh, since the very beginning. But eventually we get to the crowning of Aegon, and the best part of the episode where Renice, who has managed to sort of escape her house arrest, um, breaks into the dragon uh, dungeons and gets on board her dragon. And it seems to be about to see Dracarys and burn mm. uh, the Greens alive, but or at very least burn Aegon alive. But Alicent steps in front of her son, and I think I've read it as it's Renice's respect for Alicent that stopped her pulling the trigger here, as it were. And I don't know, we'll just need to see where this ends up. Um, I think that Renice will ultimately regret showing mercy here um, and this will come back to bite her I don't think Renice will survive the events in the series I don't know but 
Um, that is just my prediction, but we will need to see how it all plays out. We're looking forward to the finale. Let me know your thoughts. What are you predicting for the finale? I don't have any predictions. I'm trying to go in out of this as clean as possible. But thank you for listening to my review. I'll be back with the team um, for the finale, and we'll see you soon. Keep up, guys.